Welcome to our once a week podcast entitled What's in a Hymn. It reflects on some of the hymns that God's people have sung for generations. Today, as last week, we reflect on a Christmas hymn. Today, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. This is one of more than six and a half thousand hymns written by Charles Wesley. It was written about a year after his conversion, and it is considered to be one of his finest hymns. Certainly for us, it's a Christmas classic, much loved. And like so many of Wesley's hymns, it teaches us biblical doctrine in simple, poetic form. I'm just going to focus on the three verses found in most hymn books. Verse 1 is a retelling of the angel's visit to the shepherds. The opening lines, Hark, the herald angels sing, Glory to the newborn king, Peace on earth and mercy mild, echoes Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, where a multitude of angels praise God and say, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, Peace, goodwill toward men. And then Wesley very clearly links this heavenly chorus with a message of salvation for the world. Because of this newborn king, he says, God and sinners reconciled. What wonderful news and there is rejoicing. So verse one finishes by linking our rejoicing with that of the angels. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With the angelic host proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. From here on in, Wesley does not recount the Christmas narrative, but instead teaches us a number of biblical truths concerning the newborn king, Christ, who is born at Bethlehem. Verse 2 teaches us that he was both God and man. He was truly God, Christ, by highest heaven adored, Christ, the everlasting Lord. He was God who came into the world born as a baby. Late in time, behold him come, offspring of a virgin's womb. He was truly human, veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity, pleased as man with men to dwell. Incarnate, as in hail the incarnate deity, comes from the Latin word meaning in the flesh, and it expresses the amazing truth of John chapter 1, Verses 1 and 14, when Jesus was born, God was becoming man. With the two natures united in one person, he is God with us. Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. And as Wesley puts it at the end of verse 2, Jesus are Emmanuel. Verse 3 teaches us what Jesus has achieved as the Saviour. He has reconciled us to God. He gives us peace with God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20. Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace. 
we are declared righteous in God's sight on the basis of his righteousness. 2 Corinthians 5.21 Hail the Son of Righteousness. Because of him we no longer walk in darkness but have the light of life. John 8 verse 12 Light and life to all he brings. And though it was through his death he achieved this great salvation, he did not stay dead, risen with healing in his wings. And wonderfully united to him, we are born again, we have eternal life. Born that man no more may die, born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. In these verses, we have the greatest example of humility there has ever been. God laying aside his glory, riches and privileges, and coming down to earth being born as a man. And Wesley points it out in verse 3. Mild he lays his glory by. As we consider this hymn, we remember the words of Jan Hus, the 15th century Czech reformer, who said, Rejoice that the immortal God is born, that mortal men may live in eternity. Amen. <laughs>